Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Hi there, this is Joe Martin, and I wanted to um, just thank you for taking a few moments to watch this cabin talk. I know that it's been a, uh, it's going to get, it's getting ready to get cold, and so I'm trying to get this in before it's too cold to do later. I was thinking a lot about the pandemic, not the pandemic that we've just been through, but a pandemic that existed even before that. It's a pandemic of quitting, of unfaithfulness. And I was reading some things in my journal. Um, and I'll just share a little bit with you out of it, if you don't mind. You know, I, I think that we're in this period where it has become so different. So many people have just quit or shirking your commitment. And maybe you've been going through this too. You see it and you've experienced it. But it's so easy to shirk your commitment to God or to your family or to your church or to your friends it happens. You, it happens because we lose heart, and we're going to talk about that on Sunday. We get, we get. He says you ought to pray always and not lose heart because this is how it works. <clears throat> you, things get difficult. They get hard, and then you get discouraged. You get a little bit down. You get tired. You get burned out, and then you defect. And this is going on everywhere. It's a real temptation that Jesus said we come under temptation in times like this. And it's not just a threat to your walk with Jesus. It's a threat to your character as a follower, as a human being, as a person. Loyal love and faithfulness is often dismissed nowadays in our culture as broadly as some type of, of um, needy psychological um, relationship that is is bad for you. Um, I've, heard, I've had people say this, all type of modeling that has its place gets applied to this that is really unhealthy. Uh, what we used to call for thousands of years, unfaithfulness is now celebrated as brave or it is somehow celebrated as being um, so, you know, bold out there. It's celebrated as freedom of some kind. It's so great that you're free. And, and sometimes there is a need for physical safety or if you're, there's a threat to you, you definitely need to um, make sure that you're safe in cases like that. It's very true. But um, sometimes it so, takes so little for people to walk away from really important relationships that they've committed to. You know, um, and when that happens, when it does happen, and it does happen, uh, it needs to be a sad exception because, you know, love never fails, right? We just keep at it. You know, there is nothing really remarkable about this epidemic, this pandemic of unfaithfulness. There's nothing really remarkable about quitting um, hard things and difficult things. Um, you know, when things get hard and get unpopular and when people are not supportive, um, 
uh, it's not it's not remarkable that you feel the temptation to give up. You get discouraged. You just say, "I'm going to just bail on this. This isn't working for me." And it's and you know it's true. It's it's um, you've seen it happen. Maybe you haven't done it. You've hung in there, but uh, many others haven't. What is remarkable is when you don't quit, when it is hard, when you don't defect, when you don't deconstruct without reconstructing. What is really brave, what I see happening among so many of you that watch this and so many people around it, when you with your eyes wide open, no more illusions, no more, no more, um, you know, kind of uh, these kind of idealized ideas about church and people and with your eyes wide open, you see it for what it is and you just choose to stick and to love and to stay loyal in love to God, to your family commitments, to your church commitments, to your friend commitments. This is important. You know, when others bail, you just stay in there. You're still there. I look at so many people in our congregation and it's been really hard on them, but they have stuck so tight. Others have been struggled with this and been tempted. Maybe you're one of them, and then they've come back. This is how faith is grown. This is how faith turns into faithfulness. You know what it is? You make a commitment, and then when it's really hard and it was tougher than you thought, you know, think about all the commitments in your life, and you stick it out, then you grow in faithfulness. You make a commitment. You stick it out even when it's difficult, when it's hard, when it takes longer, when it's when people are inconsistent, and then when you're disappointed <laughs> and you see it through and you grow in your faithfulness. That's how it happens. And then you have a new struggle. You make another commitment and you grow. You, you see it through and you grow. You expand your faithfulness. And this is the one thing that God pays close attention to. As a matter of fact, he says the one thing that he will reward is you are faithful in the little thing, and now I will give you a lot more. I'll trust you with more. And that's not just true in eternity, but it is also true for right now. You are faithful with the little bit that God's given. You keep the commitments that you've already made to your to God, to your family, to your church. And, you know, God will give you more. He'll trust you with more because you are faithful. This is what the Bible teaches us in Matthew chapter 25 in verse 23. And so as I was thinking about this, if you are a person, and many, many people have talked to me about this, you've drifted or you've just been, or you've defected. You've just kind of gotten out of it. You know what I'm saying? Turn back. You know, go back. God will bring to remembrance what he told you, the commitments that you made to him. Your life will be ordered by the commitments you made. It really will be. And reset a heart of faithfulness. Reset that. You don't retire from from faithful service to God. That may change. It may morph a little bit, but you don't retire. You need to you know, you need to renew, make a commitment again and then keep it. Something that is, start start serving again. Yeah, that's what you need to do. You need to start showing up and just being present with other people. You need to start giving again. You need to start attending your church. And by church, I mean the church that you made a commitment to at one point. Maybe it's not TFBC. Maybe it's another church. But you need to be, you, you need to do that. It's very important. And see it through. 
And then you start praying again. You start, um, and you start right now. You don't keep putting this off like there's some perfect time where you can finally turn it around. You say, well, it's been a long time. It's been years or it's been, I haven't been around for a long time. Look, now is the time to start. It's not going to get any easier. Cultivate faithfulness. That's what God wants out of your life. Let's put an end to this, this pandemic in our midst of quitting and start um, cultivating faithfulness in our own hearts. And you know what the great thing about faithfulness is? It's contagious. When you're faithful, it'll help the people in your family be faithful. When you're faithful, and it's hard sometimes, I know, but when you're faithful, it'll also help other people be faithful just by seeing you, without you even saying anything, just by seeing your faithfulness. I pray for you, and I'm praying that you will do it, and you pray for me. God bless you.